1: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
0: Well, after four great guests in honor of Women's History Month, now we're into April, where the country, this world, is making history on its own. Widespread self-isolation, quarantines, social distancing... And so today we're going to talk about how this is affecting us as artists. And I'm bringing on a friend of the podcast, Clayton Howe, who was on the show back in season two and has his own podcast called Entertainment X. And I'll be sharing five ways that we as artists can regain control during such a stressful and frantic time in our business. I'm your host, Patrick Oliver Jones, and this is Why I'll Never Make It.
1: If Broadway was closed and it was no longer an aspiration of mine to get my ass onto 42nd Street, what would I do? Well, here's a wonderful moment in time, actually, to find out.
0: Here in New York City, we've certainly been hit hard by this widespread pandemic, not only in cases and people affected by this medically, but the business community and especially the arts community. And even though it's been a slow build since the beginning of the year, it all hit home on March 12th.
1: No gathering with 500 people or more. Those new uh, rules will go into effect 5 o'clock on Friday, except for the Broadway theaters in Manhattan, where it will go into effect 5 o'clock today. Uh, Yes, that's only several hours, but we've already been talking to the Broadway theaters and they are aware that we're going to be doing this.
0: Broadway and off-Broadway are closed. All shows are on hold. Some have even closed and won't be opening up again. Some shows never got to open and may never open. And then there's the audition season. After three months of early mornings and long days... Now theaters are ending their summer season and aren't even sure when they will be opening up again. <laughs> it is a uh, it's a weird time. It's a stressful time. And it's unlike anything we've ever seen. And to be quite honest, I wasn't sure if I should have an episode like this. And if I did, what I would even say about it. Because each of us, while yes, this is a shared experience, it is a very individualized uh moment for each of us to take in. The measures and policies put in place affect each of us differently around the country as we settle into our routines or <laughs> whatever routine there is besides getting up and staying at home. In an interview for Variety magazine, Christopher Ashley, who's the director of Diana, the musical about the Princess of Wales, he says... This moment is hard for everyone, but it's particularly hard for theater people. If you spend your life trying to bring people together live, this idea of social distancing really hurts your soul. I think everyone understands it has to happen, but it hurts. And so when Broadway closed, when theater ended around the country, all of us actors were certainly wondering where our next job was going to come from. But we were also wondering, so now what do we do? Well, some in the theater community found a way to share their art with audiences around the country. Hamilton creator Lin-Manuel Miranda released a never-before-heard song called I Have This Friend. Laura Benanti also went to Twitter, asking high school students who were prevented from performing in their high school musicals to send a video to her because she said, quote, I want to see you, I want to hear it. But it wasn't just Broadway getting in on the act. Regional theaters were also doing what they could to stay connected to their communities through the arts. For example, the Legacy Theater in Branford, Connecticut, isn't open. Yet, its artistic director says that they've done more than 70 performances without a building. Keely Bailey Knudsen started what she called the Social Distance Theater.
1: We did a, a Hamlet on the Guilford Green, and we did a Midsummer Night's Dream on the Branford Green. The more we heard social distancing, social distancing, I thought, well, gosh, how do how do you create theater, uh, which is live, you know, in this kind of social distance climate?
0: And that is exactly the question we're all facing: how do we create live theater in a physically distant world? And so I reached out to my friend Clayton Howe, who is or rather was, on tour with Waitress, the musical. That tour is now on hold and he's back at home in Florida. I too had to cut short my contract with Norwegian Cruise Line. And so we start by talking about how our specific jobs ended, but then we get into the broader subject of, well, what do we do now and how do we keep going in the face of this ever-growing crisis? Well, Clayton, thank you so much for joining me on this very special episode.
1: Hello. hello,
0: Hola. Hola. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Boy, what what a time to be together, huh? I mean, Zoom is how we're recording this, which is pretty much how anyone is communicating these days. Yeah. You should invest in Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Zoom is doing pretty well right now. Yeah. So you've been on before, and we both share uh, performing in, in common as well as podcasting this COVID thing has basically affected both of those industries, you know, both of
1: us yes. on uh, in that way. So uh, you remember Friday, Disney world shut down. Yeah. And like everything hit the, the fit hit the Shan. And then it took how long for you guys to. Vacate? Well,
0: I mean, it was beginning of March when it was all starting to kind of, Escalate and become like, okay, this is becoming like the thing. There's, of course, cruise ships were getting a bad name during all of it. So we were wondering, what is this going to mean? Because we saw the numbers starting to go down as far as people paying for cruises and wanting to come on. And so by March 13th... Friday. Right, Friday the 13th, of course, uh, one of our castmates was watching CNN and that's when we heard the news, Norwegian is suspending all cruises for a month. And then two days later... We still had two more days for that one, and then we dropped off in L.A. They pushed off all those passengers, basically, let no one else on. And to give a little backstory, yeah. back in December, our ship specifically, it also made the news for a whole GI, you know, gastrointestinal bug that went around. And I was right. one of those affected. I don't know if I actually had it, but I definitely had some bug Thing And so I was quarantined for 48 hours with that. And with that whole GI incident, there was the ship itself was keeping people from getting off the ship, even Americans in an American port, you know. And so so I was like, I don't know if they can do that unless like, you know, the CDC or things like that, the Customs Coast Guard are keeping us. So I, I was like making some calls and found out, no, it's just the ship keeping us on. You know, I, I asked Customs, can they do that? Customs was like, No, so they had to let us off. So that yeah. that was kind of a whole big to do back in December. So when this happened in March, on that on that fifteenth, on a Sunday, they did the same thing. They said, No crew get off. I'm like, but we're in LA. Now I realize everything's going on. Is the C D C quarantining us? Like like what is our medical situation? And sure. and Customs told me, No, again, you can get off the ship that you want, but the ship will fire you if you leave the ship. I was talking with the customs supervisor. So that's how I found out all that. And so I was like... So no payout, no full bonus thing. That whole. So I was like, okay, so I will just stay on the ship. So then... uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'll take the money. Right, right. So I, I got back on the ship and literally within 20 minutes, my manager came to me and said, you're being signed off. Basically, I guess whatever calls or whoever I spoke with... You won the game of chicken. Yes, or I just ticked off somebody. I don't know, but but basically, Norwegian wanted nothing to do with me. The rest of the cast was being held. It was just me that was signed off.
1: For real? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so now was this a sign off like a like a buyout, or was this a you know pro rated situation?
0: I, that was the first thing I was worried about because if they fire you, then they don't have to send you home. They don't have to give you any severance. But, you know, there's nothing like that. So I was like, uh, Bill, that's my so manager's name. I was like. Bill, yeah. what's going on? They, they can't do this. You know? and, and he was like, Well, yeah. that's what they're doing. So uh-huh. I, I tried to hold out and be like, I'm just going to wait in my room. I'm not. So then th- this was all within minutes, th- 30 minutes. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, he yeah. said, No, they're going to pay you your severance. They're going to fly you home, uh, but you have to leave in an hour. Fantastic. So <laughs> I told some of my castmates, they came and helped me pack up in an hour, my whole room. And uh, yeah, and then I was on an Uber headed to the LAX airport. Are they still there? I think they kind of go to, I think they went to Mexico a couple of weeks ago. I mean, you know, so they're, yeah, but they're still on the ship. Uh, yeah. And, and so our contract actually has ended now on the ship as well. So I'm curious what they're going to do with my cast. So it's just, uh, it's what a crazy time. time. And I know that it's not Norwegian's fault. It's no. not the cast fault. So it's not like anyone's at fault. But at the same time, I think if Norwegian's going to make the call to hold people on a ship, then they need to take care of that. Yeah. Or or otherwise, let people get off and, and you know, go home. Now, traveling has its own worries, but, yeah. uh, but at least give people the option and don't just hold them there.
1: But, yeah. I know Royal sent some performers home. But uh, Disney sold none of their folks, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I understand why ships are doing that. Yeah. You know? And I will say this, though, that cruise ships were getting a bad name right at the beginning. And I, I understand because there was that, the two princess cruise ships that, uh, that were really in the news. But I would say that our ship was very good. We never had a case of it. Yeah. They were sanitizing everything every day. I actually felt safe and they were business as usual, but at the same time sanitize all the time. Yeah. So it was yeah. a reasoned approach to at least taking care of it, which was, which was good. Yeah. In some ways coming back to New York is when all the, the tension and like, Oh my God, what's happening. And it's kind of surreal coming back to an empty city Yeah. pretty much because no one was out. But, uh, but yeah, so in some ways I felt safer on the ship than I do here but but still, it is good to be home and with my husband in my own bed. So there's there's certainly a lot of comfort to be found there as well.
1: Yeah, and that age-old saying, "Everything happens for a reason."
0: This is true. This is true. Here's so the you're yeah, home. now you were and your cast were sent home. That no one like held you on the the tour bus, right?
1: <laughs> oh no no no, uh, waitress yeah no, no. waitress is <laughs> run by networks tours, and they very quickly assessed damages. <laughs> they um we're fortunate though our tour is going to start back up in the fall that's good that's um good. and they said they'd like all of us to come back if we'd like to come back because they've they've canceled what saigon spongebob bronze yeah. tail yeah yeah there's quite a few There there's one more i think that got axed yeah by networks but it's a shame you know that's the nature of the business everything's getting um you know postponed or just canceled flat out can't A waitress in london just closed if they can't open by july they won't open again oh yeah so yeah,
0: yeah and there's yeah. definitely shows on broadway some some hadn't opened yet and may never open and then there's others that are yeah that are taking
1: a break that you know we'll see once they yeah there's a few that are over but we um yeah with our tour it was quick Friday the 13th it actually started Thursday the 12th that news started to like really hit mm-hmm. it was like we had been monitoring it and I you know I had been watching it for a month and, and then Friday Disney World closed it literally felt like I was watching Contagion or like <laughs> World War Z you know where they have like these yeah you watch the top of the White House explode <laughs> it's like that would never happen it's like Disney World closes that would never happen not that those are the same thing at all but the uh <laughs> but they closed disney World. i was like oh shoot and then we were in we did a show in ames iowa good old ames iowa home of iowa state university mm-hmm. great show uh we had those protocols at the stage door you know no autographs no touching right, no photos right. none of this no look no touch you know like a bad puppy and then we went to wausau wisconsin beautiful town if you ever get up there okay it's um I think it's north. It's like on a higher latitude line than Vermont. It's like so. It's <laughs> so cold. She was frigid. Yeah. Beautiful YMCA, but they um they had a set like you know what is it like ten twenty? They're like company meeting ten forty five in the breakfast nook at La Quinta. So we all went down. You know, in the previous night we all went swimming at the indoor pool at La Quinta, and uh, <laughs> they just said we're gonna we're gonna end the tour here. So did line you get up. to
0: perform in that
1: space no, though? No, oh. we pulled in. We pulled in the night before, and someone from the venue or the county or something was in the lobby telling everyone to stop setting up. It was like, uh, you guys aren't doing this. This is not happening. Gotcha. So we didn't even go. We just met in the lobby, and they were like, just don't get on the bus. We had a conversation about how that venue had canceled because we had some other venues already canceled. So basically we had, you know, most of our upcoming week was empty. So we were going to sit in like Rockford, Illinois for five days and then go to Birmingham because they hadn't canceled. So it was like just waiting on venues to cancel because mm-hmm. I guess if the venue cancels, then the company can collect insurance, which is a fantastic thing because then the actors and <sighs> then the tech can get paid and the, and the tour can more likely start back up. So it was a sense of, ch- you know, it was chicken with each venue for them to cancel. So the company could collect insurance. So us as performers could keep working in the future and or get paid out anything. So it was like, we were kind of like, maybe we should pull the plug on our own. And also, well, this is a good thing because when the venue cancels, then you know that gives all of us protection.
0: Well, I mean, that is good. I mean, I would understand if network closed it on their own. Obviously, a a lot of theater companies and ships were doing that. But at the same time, that's a smart business move for networks and for their actors. So at least you did get paid out through for what you were doing. And then obviously you just have a break now. We're just home waiting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, the whole thing was prorated. Yeah, exactly. You know, they paid us up to the last date. But I think the thing was, it was that Sunday. It was very quick to offload us because that was the end of the pay period. They, you know, they prorate the bonuses and all that other good stuff. And that was it, you know, it was very, very um, correct the way they did it. Yeah. So, but you know what? The funny thing about this whole debacle or whatever word you want to use is that it's becoming a mind game. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Of course, also, it's a health game, and you have to, you know, make sure you're social distancing and not licking handles and, you know, being smart, but it's a mind game. Yeah. You know, the circumstances are the circumstances, and what you make of the circumstances will determine your outcome, you know, with the assumption that you're not going to catch it. You know, it's then that's what I've been telling my girlfriend who's on the Disney Wanda.
0: Yeah. It's, and so, I mean, for me, I will, I will admit, I probably lean more toward homebody than i do leaning towards like get out and do everything outside every day so for for me i'm i'm a little more comfortable than probably some people are who feel cooped up but uh the world health organization is now discouraging the use of the term social distancing for physical distancing because they want us to remain social again getting back to that mindset they want to get people out of the mindset oh i can't be social no you can still be social just keep the physical distance that's great yeah that
1: makes more sense but it's also it's so funny the power of words oh oh absolutely changing that will affect people
0: well i think because people are stuck either watching the news or they're doing zoom meetings or karaoke or you know zoom happy hour right there's all these there's all these (laughs) drinking (laughs) games and and events that are now happening online um because can you imagine 20 years ago we didn't have Instagram and Zoom and all these other things. We, it would just be a phone call or we would just be watching NBC and CBS. You know, that's it. So it is kind of a blessing that we now have all this technology that has been, you know, social distancing us for a while.
1: It's going to change, I think, the complete outcome of businesses, really. You know, there are businesses that require physical, you know contact but i think there's going to be a lot of these like you know offices that make their people come to the office five days a week to get work done Mm -hmm. and now that their rent's getting waived but they're still being productive because people are working from home i i wouldn't be surprised if you know "Mm, screw it y'all are going to work from home yeah, because you can. I mean, you can be, and I know other. I think there are some European nations. I don't know which one, um, uh, that have people working from home, you have forty hours a week. You know, and you're more productive because you can take the breaks you need. You're not, you know, that whole thing. But I think it's really going to kick up the dust at the bottom of the bowl here in terms of the way people work. Uh,
0: businesses, whether they're self-started or whether they're corporate businesses, I think a lot of work from home is going to grow once we finally do come out of this. Yeah, cuz you can do it. <laughs> you really don't need to commute if you're working, you know, on your computer all day. Yeah. I do wonder because you you were talking about one of those businesses that require physical, that is the theater. That is our business and it re- it requires an audience. And so it's been interesting to watch As people online, you know, through Instagram or Facebook Mm -hmm. or whatever, have been doing these virtual uh, cabarets or doing, you know, like Patrick Stewart is doing a sonnet a day. You know, just these random things that we're now doing virtually to just kind of keep ourselves entertained and keep theater alive in its own way.
1: And I think it's going to increase and keep going. I know they have that Stars in the House thing is that Seth All oh, right. Stuff where he, you know, calls up his good friend Lynn Manuel Miranda and they you, you know, know, as you do them. a little chit-chat with Andrea Burns and a few other names that you might recognize <laughs> from the theater community. And then you have, you know, these other cabarets too that are raising money for the Actors Fund. They're all really great. I mean, the production company that I'm working with, DDM Productions, they're we're doing a like a Cyber Salon where we all read a script and we're getting on a phone chat, a Zoom chat next week, you know, with the writers and some GMs and some producers and little old me and we're going to have a conversation about it, you know, but that can be, can be in a way the future of the first stages of creativity, I think, yeah, you know, because obviously you have to see things on their feet, but to start off, you don't.
0: Yeah, and I... I also hope, and this is just kind of future projecting, but for the longest time, Actors' Equity has been very hesitant to get into the video field. And they, yeah. you know, when it comes to filming a performance or putting it on any kind of TV, whether commercial or the, the show, you know, they've just been resistant to anything video. So for us as actors, it's hard for us to get any kind of demo reel of things that we do. Plus, if, if you're not there in in the seat, then you really don't get a chance to see it. So I'm hoping broadway hd has been kind of at the forefront of pushing that kind of uh, live theater in a screen format so I, i hope that equity can kind of join and be like oh there is a way to do this still have people perform still keep the theater live theater experience alive while allowing video and some type of online streaming of shows
1: well you're bringing up a really great point because out of all entertainment platforms theater is still the most archaic in terms of create creation mm-hmm. from auditions through you know budget sheets through hiring through the way things are done and this can just be that push maybe that you know you start to realize like oh you can actually do you know successful mass video auditions you can have a headshot and resume on pdf and jpeg it doesn't actually have to be a hard copy. You don't actually have to hold the hard copy and, and carry that around, you know, and that's just, I'm just talking about casting and that's, you know, a preference I would imagine. I mean, I would prefer to hold it. That's kind of cool. You know, that whole thing, that's a, the sacredness of (laughs) (laughs) auditions of the age old times of, doing things a certain way but it can be changed now and it has to be changed now i know there's still auditions going on i just sent one in two days ago video yeah right I've, here. And, and it is
0: what it is and i've been auditioning for audio podcasts you know those audio drama oh, yeah. podcasts and i i just i just recorded one that will be out later oh, in, cool. in like a month or two so
1: where on what platform what's it called well it's what's
0: called ninth world journal it's like a sci-fi fantasy kind of audio drama
1: it's one that I,
0: again, auditioned for while I was on the ship and then they hired me. So I, I have like one scene as part of a larger episode. I don't really know how it fits in yet because I was just given my scene. But looking forward to, to doing that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, audio drama podcast, that, that's been doing it. But yes, I've also sent in some theater auditions, some self tapes. Yep. So haven't heard back from them. So I'm still not making it there, but you know, one, one thing at a time, one step. There at it time. is.
1: <laughs> it's all one day at a time at this point, really one hour at a yeah. time, but you know, you gotta be gentle with yourself in these times because it's a lot of, you know, and I keep hearing it too from, I was talking to my friend Nikki about this the other day. A lot of people was like, you know, Oh, I'm out of work. I lost my job. You know, the, the gig is over. I'm like, is it the first time that a gig's ended for you there and you didn't have enough money in the bank? Right. Like, is it the first time? I don't know. Cause like I lost the job and I was like, I lost the job. I'm going to send out auditions. I don't know. I didn't, I I, maybe I will, but I haven't had any sort of like, you know, emotional letdown. Now it could be because the tour is coming back in September that I'm not having that feeling, but neither here nor there, you know, it's like, I think performers, out of all people should be most used to this BS.
0: <laughs> That's what I was just about to say. Like of anyone who seems to be able to handle a work stoppage, yeah. it should be actors because every two or three months we all go through it.
1: Hello. But you just keep moving, you know, you got to keep moving forward, keeping it positive. Well, yeah,
0: it's just a matter of engaging that creative mindset of ours. Yeah. And, and, now, and now, not just being creative in our talents and how we sing or act or do that, but now being creative, what do I do with my day? How do I organize my time when I'm going to be spending the next 24-7 in this little small living room?
1: Drinking. No, that's not a good idea. <laughs> I mean, that's part of it. <laughs> that, that is part of it. That I had a, no, my first week down here, it was definitely vacation. Not in terms of physical non-distancing, just in terms of not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I'm like, okay, I need a routine, you know, even if it's push ups next to the bed, I got to do them.
0: Yeah. But the first week back uh, from the ship, it, it, was, it was just so surreal. Cause again, like it all happened within a four hour time span. I woke up that morning and I was on the ship and then four hours later I was in an Uber to the airport. So I mean, it was like, Jar. what? And then, then that night I was home. So that, that whole next week was like a matter of getting back into New York life when I wasn't ready yeah. at that point. Then after that, then it's like, okay. Then I went to Actors Access, started submitting, started like, well, let's see what's out there. And there's still stuff. Yeah.
1: Isn't that crazy? There, it, it, still it does. Stuff, stuff pops up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because I, I do appreciate the optimism that theaters have of, well, let's see if we have, I mean, some have just canceled their summer season, but others are waiting. It's like, maybe we can do a show in July Yeah.
1: or August. I know. I was thinking that really blows for the people who are in New York City who audition through this season. Cause it, every audition season sucks. And just in terms of the hours and the time and the lines and the crowd and all that stuff, oh, it kind God. of blows. But the people who like booked, the, you know, that summer gig for, you know, June to August, and now it's no more or people who did, got I, to the housing yeah. at the regional theater and they said, well, you know what, we're going to send you guys home. You know yeah, what I mean? I hadn't, I hadn't even
0: really thought about how, because I was gone for the entire audition season this spring. So I didn't think about it, but you're right. Like all those people that woke up at 4am to get those auditions and finally book something and basically for nothing.
1: Yeah. Well it, you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see though. Cause like, you know, yeah, they want us all to come back to waitress, but who knows where we're all going to be.
0: Right. Right. I'm sure there will be people who can't come back or have moved on
1: yeah or maybe these regional theaters you know they're gonna offset their whole season to the following summer or something but you know who knows where anyone will be at that point it's just craziness craziness this is craziness dr pometer as jenna would say (laughs) at the end of act one in waitress the musical (laughs) right right maybe that's beginning of act two don't get me to lying. i i only know my scenes (laughs) (laughs) i can't give you the whole show
0: The name COVID-19 may stand for Corona Virus Disease 2019. I wanted to have those five letters mean something different, something more positive. And so these are the five ways that we artists can regain control in these uncertain times. Number one, connection. Socializing matters even more now. We have to stay connected to our friends and family. Maybe there's someone you haven't spoken to in a while. Now is the time to reconnect. Because if there's one thing that no one can say right now, I'm just too busy. Well, okay, those in the medical field and those helping us during this time, yes, they are very busy. But outside that, none of us can really use the excuse that we're too busy to connect with others. Number two, outside. It's so important that we get outside of our homes whenever we can. Obviously we want to be medically safe. We want to do the physical distancing that's necessary, but if you can find a secluded street or a park that you can just walk around, soak in the sun. And if you can't go outside, exercise, cook yourself a great, healthy meal, do something for yourself to help you physically combat the isolation that can come from just staying at home. Number three, variety. It's so easy to just sit in front of the TV and watch Netflix or Hulu or watch those old movies you know and loved from years ago. But in addition to all that, add some variety to your day. As theater folk, we certainly have plenty of plays we could be reading, songs we could be going over. Maybe you want to learn a new song, a new monologue for auditions. Because yes, eventually auditions will be coming back. Don't let this new normal create a routine of laziness when it comes to working on your craft. Now, I'm saying this to myself as well. I have not been perfect at bringing variety to my day. There's certainly been plenty of times where I've spent the whole day just catching up on Tiger King. Can we just say what a crazy show that is? Okay, but there's certainly more to my days than just sitting down and watching Netflix. So add some variety throughout these many weeks we have ahead of us. Number four, introspection. Now, Clayton and I had talked about how this is a great time to refresh, to reboot our own lives, our own mindsets. So unplug yourself from the news, from social media, from podcasts, even. Take your time to be with you. While certainly none of us want to be lonely during this time, I think there's value in being alone, taking even a few minutes to check in with yourself. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Acknowledge those times of stress, that anxiety that's within you, but also look for ways that you can feel lighter and happier. I was reading an article where in 2012, Carnegie Mellon university did a study on how stress influences disease. And they found that stress wreaks havoc, not only on our mind, but also our body. For example, psychological stress is associated with a greater risk for depression, heart disease, and infectious diseases. So de-stressing during this time of absolute stress is very important for us. And the last one, number five, dreams. And I'm not just talking about the ones that we have for Broadway or for our careers, but the ones I'm talking about deal with getting enough sleep. I don't know about you, but my routine is all out of whack. I'm waking up at 1 p.m. I'm going to bed at 3 a.m. I'm taking naps in between. I'm not really setting alarm clocks, but I think any doctor or mother out there will tell you that getting enough sleep is so vitally important. In fact, on NPR, I heard about a psychologist at the University of California, Arik Prather, who conducted a study about how our behaviors influence our health. And so he gathered a group of 164 healthy men and women, and what they did is they injected a live common cold virus into each person's nose. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. they basically gave every one of them the cold. And then they monitored their sleep and that cold over the next week. And what they found was that individuals who were sleeping the least were substantially more likely to developing a cold. About 39% of those who slept six hours or less got sick. Of those who slept more than six hours, only 18% got colds. So it's important that we get enough sleep to rest our minds and our bodies. So there you have it, five ways we all as artists can regain control during this time of upheaval. And COVID can now mean something else. Connection, outside, variety, introspection, and dreams. Clayton and I continued to talk about the ways we would incorporate these into our own routines. And so I asked him how he's staying mentally sane and healthy during this time.
1: I'm gonna fully utilize technology. I was, before this, I was on a meeting with my girlfriend writing a TV series. So there's like, you know, and she's on the boat, you know, deck nine, sitting there in San Diego. quarantined chilling and I'm here quarantined chilling and we're doing that and then I have this with you and then I have you know I have a dinner party here with the people I live with (laughs) where we'll sit six feet apart and then you know tomorrow what's tomorrow Monday tomorrow's more podcast stuff you know it's and that's the thing this is a funny thing that you and I, I don't know if we got to talk about it though a lot of guests that you're trying to get that are too busy are not busy
0: Right. I just booked a big producer up in trying for two years to get on. Yeah, and they'll get back to so, you. And so I was going to be on. Look at that. So so yeah, I'm I'm reaching out to people uh, again. You know, it took a couple of weeks, but now I'm finally sending out those emails and reaching out. And yeah. so there should be some some good guests coming up. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, there's you know, you're making lemonade out of lemons. I will say that for me, throughout all this and while I was on the ship and especially even now, it has been really great to have a podcast, a creative outlet where I'm talking to people like yourself, other artists. And so it's nice to be able to still find motivation and inspiration, even if I'm not on the stage doing it. Exactly.
1: And that's the thing you start to realize. I mean, this is like, this is the big thing is that, you know, us, and we'll talk for actors and artists, it's a lot of those decisions that we make can sometimes come from scarcity and, oh, is this gig going to pay me? I I have to stay at this gig. I shouldn't leave because I don't know where my next paycheck's coming from. This is not, but we're in a time where you have to make decisions that are a little bit larger than your career. And then you have to be, you know, Mm -hmm. poised with the question of, well, what am I doing in life? Am I doing what makes me happy? Am I doing what's right for me and you start to have this moment now this glorious moment where you're sitting in your apartment or home where you can actually decide if you're going on the right path how to redirect the path how to make the path stronger how to pick a different path and that's really exciting because you can do all of this creativity from your home you don't need to find it on a stage you don't need to you can pick up your phone and sing a song do a monologue do a sonnet this conversation we're having we should do this weekly. And just check in until this whole thing passes. Right? But that's the whole thing. It's like you can start to make your you know, digital schedule. And I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of people whose lives, if they're not directly affected by you know, job loss or losing a loved one or getting terribly ill, their lives will be affected in terms of the way they go about their life and what's important. Yeah. And if they're doing the right thing and you know, behaving to their right the right ethical codes that they've set forth for themselves and if
0: they're truly happy it is true this virus for all of its its chaos and yeah. hysteria and you know the crisis for all that it's doing on that end there is some good to be had of it that it's basically forcing humanity to reset it's like okay stop what you're doing you're now going to be forced to either be alone with your thoughts or alone with people that maybe you haven't talked to in a long time. I mean, even Governor Cuomo was saying that he was, uh, he, he's not with his daughter, but they were able to uh, video chat and that kind of thing. And they've been having conversations that they don't normally have because.
1: Daddy's governor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's busy. Well, yeah. And, and because of their schedules and all that. But now they can sit down, okay. they can have conversations and probably talk about deeper things than maybe they have in a while. And I think all of us can do that not only with other people, but I think it's good to do that with ourselves to check in. Like you were saying, to figure out the path that I've been on, what I was doing before this virus hit, is that where I want to be? Am I, am I going in the direction that my spirit wants to take me, that my heart feels most fulfilled and content? And, and I think a lot of times we do just make decisions. We do just go to the next audition because that's what's next, and it's on my schedule, and now i got to do this, and now i got to do that. But now we can yep. pause and be like, do I want to do this? And if I do want to do it, how do I want to do it better? Is, is because I know for myself, you know, we were on the Disney cruise ship together and there were nights, there were days when I was in my room going, do I want to go back to New York? Do I want to live that life again? Do I, maybe I just want to move to Florida and just have a, have a house, have a car, have a life again.
1: It gets you to think. And that's the other key word I think that comes up in all of this is awareness. You know, and I'd plug that book, Awareness by Anthony DeMello, a great book, on how you can't control things. You can't bottle things up. You know, and he has this one thing where he talks about, you know, river. You love this beautiful river. So you put a bucket in, you collect some water from it. It's the same water from the river, but the water no longer has life because you've tried to control it and you bottled it up. And the reality here is that all of this, everything that's going on, whatever you believe in, religious or you know, whatever it is there's life there's a movement there's a forward motion and things are cyclical and mm-hmm. this we will definitely overcome this 100 percent. it's a matter of you know if oh, and yeah. not if when it's a matter of when and that you have to let go in a way you can't control any of it clearly you can't i mean broadway never shuts down what it'll never shut disney pff, disney world never close never say never and now the only thing you have control of, really have control of, is your thoughts and your feelings. And if you pay attention to that, you will come out much stronger mentally on the other side.
0: That's very true.
1: And physically, I mean the brain controls everything. So it's like every every aspect of your life will come out, you know, on top, stronger, more resilient.
0: Yeah, because if if we use this opportunity, then it'll not only help you deal with with this particular Uh, pandemic and crisis that we're going through and and kind of find a way to keep going and keep your emotions uh, from getting out of hand. Once this is over, it can only then help you deal with the rest of life that will then start coming back at us. Because right now, all we have to worry about, I mean, when you look at the news, it's all coronavirus. That's it. Eventually, coronavirus will no longer be in the news and all the rest of life and <laughs> politics and sports yeah. and religion and all the other things will start to come back into our lives and into our news feeds. And there'll be more to deal with than just this one subject. And I think if we can do the best we can and figure out a way to handle this one subject in a, in a healthy and positive way, then it can only help us going forward.
1: Yes. And I was having this conversation with a good friend of mine on their anxieties, you know, anxiety of death, anxiety of the unknown, anxiety, you know, fear, what's on the other side of fear, all of that stuff. And I was like, what's really interesting about this moment in time for them or maybe anyone else who has these anxieties is, were those anxieties real? Were they artificial? What weight did you put on them? And now that this is happening in the world, how much weight do those actually carry at this moment in time? Did they matter? do they matter? What matters? Well, How are you going to focus on what matters? What would you do if everything shut down, you were stuck at home and you had to decide to be happy? What would you do with nothing but the internet? You know what I mean? This, mm-hmm. like, it's like really interesting. It's almost like those challenges that you see on reality TV. It's like, here's toothpicks, string, and you have to stand six feet apart, put a show on, go. But people get creative. We're creative human beings. Yeah. But that's the kind of stuff that goes on, you know? And I'm like thinking, I'm sitting here and I'm saying all this because I'm thinking it. He's like, oh, what would I do if I couldn't fail? You know, Mm -hmm. if Broadway was closed and it was no longer an aspiration of mine to get my ass onto 42nd Street, what would I do? Well, here's a wonderful moment in time, actually. To To figure
0: that out, yeah.
1: Did that make you happy? Does it still make you happy? Are you happy? What makes you happy? It's a great moment in time to figure it out. I couldn't agree with you more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's all a matter of that perspective that you were talking about. It's like all those things that you were crying about, angry about, worried about before. Now that those have been pushed aside and you just have this, are you, are you still worrying about those things? Are they still that important? I think, that's a, I think that's a great way to put things in perspective and see what really matters.
1: And also who really matters in our life. Oh my goodness, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure this is making many families stronger. Yeah. You know, I my brother's fiance is teaching from home, probably on Zoom with a bunch of like 4-year-olds and parents are calling to ask her questions about, you know, like Timmy's being an asshole, what do I do? <laughs> because parents who you know and that's up in Connecticut so you know they're commuting to work they're just making the money honey they're not you know sometimes they don't have enough time to be with now they have to be and they're calling these teachers and asking for parenting advice from a girl who's never had kids besides the ones she teaches yeah it's a very interesting Hmm. social experiment not that this is an experiment at all but you know there's just a lot of I think individual human race growth
0: happening. Yeah. I mean, we're having to experiment. We're having to see is, okay, is this working today? Okay, no, I need to do something else tomorrow. So it is kind of an experiment day to day as far as what's going to get us through. Amen, brother. All Um, right, sir. Well, this has been, it's been a joy to catch up with you, but also thank you for for sharing your insights and thoughts.
1: Always good to see you. I'm glad this is still going on. I I know. And uh, shamelessly, I did stop my podcast temporarily. It is coming back. Tori, it's difficult. I should have done what you do with the batching episodes. It's really smart. Well, it it
0: was good, you know, because, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, I did all of my uh, episodes back in August. I did all my interviews and then just week to week, I just put them out. And so that's why, uh, you know, two weeks ago... Coronavirus wasn't wasn't on the uh, the plate as far as what we talked about, <laughs> you know?
1: because we were still talking about how it's getting cold. Right, right. Well, well. At that time, <laughs> <in> <laughs> like like
0: like Georgia did, I had her on. She was talking about her kids just starting this school. You know that yeah. that was that was you know one thing that, that we talked that about as we got into her own work. So so yeah. So it was a different time. So all of these conversations that uh, I've been playing were from really literally a different time in this yeah. nation's
1: life i know what was it they made that movie about was it twenty twenty twelve? 2012 that was like the movie right where the calendar ended or something all oh, right it's yes like aztec calendar there's yeah. like a thing
0: yeah so eight years ago we've just been on borrowed time ever
1: since we'll see what happens good things you're doing great and everyone listening you're doing great <laughs> keep it up now seriously <laughs> uh, you're doing great yeah and
0: we will make it through yes Well, as always, thank you so much for joining me today and Clayton for joining me and talking about his own experiences. For more information on the ideas and those five ways that I mentioned, you can check out the show notes for links to the specific articles to get more details about how you can regain control during this time. There's also a link there to the podcast website, winmepodcast.com, where you can connect directly with me, I'm your host, Patrick Oliver-Jones, reminding you that the reasons for not making it may be countless and frustrating, but the reasons to keep going are even more numerous and rewarding. Let's get together again next week as we talk more about why I'll never make it.
1: How are you doing on toilet paper? (laughs) Toilet paper's just fine. Good. Scott? Charmin Ultra Soft. I think there's a combination of all of it in there, but
0: uh, yeah, I, I don't understand Flushable the whole I don't understand the whole toilet paper thing. I don't, I don't understand even. it. I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is a respiratory illness number one. So how is that going to get down <laughs> to your butt? It's not age, <laughs> right? This isn't GI. I've had GI. <laughs> GI was literally a mess. And, I, and you I actually
1: it. have to use the shower as a toilet.
0: <laughs> I, I did have it's to. Everywhere. I did have to a couple of times. Oh my gosh! I mean, I mean, it just doesn't stop. I mean, I mean, the body is. I mean, when, when the body wants it out, there's not really much you can do to stop
1: it. No, you feel it, and you're like, okay, we're going, we're going, we're going. And the body's it's like, coming, it's coming, it's coming.
0: It's like, I don't care how close you are to that toilet, I'm going to go now. And you're like.